You're listening to the Manchester Vineyard Podcast. We'd love for you to join us. To discover more about who we are, where we meet, and how you can connect with us, head to manchestervineyard.org or follow the link in the podcast description. So, guys, there's lots, I think, to love about Christmas. I love it, but I realise... I realise that some people don't actually like it as much. But I like to think that everyone could pick at least one thing that they like about Christmas, surely. I picked something really easy for me. These, have you ever had one of these? These are one of my favourite chocolates in the world. It kind of swaps. Sometimes it's Ferrero Rocher, sometimes it's Gaillian's. Today it's Gaillian's. I'm telling you kids, if you haven't had one, they're very, very good. So, I'll keep eating those. But, but guys, we know, don't we, the cool extra thing. I shouldn't have done that. Mum would be furious. <laughs> don't eat with your mouth. Don't speak with your mouth full. Too late. Guys, we know that all the extra cool bun stuff isn't actually what Christmas is about, is it? So, can you tell me what is Christmas about? Christmas is about? I mean, that. Jesus! I knew someone would get it, but we'll try again. Christmas is about? Jesus! I knew it. Christmas. Okay, I've got it. You were right, you were right. Guys, Christmas is about the most amazing, wonderful thing that has ever happened, which is that the person who made the whole world came into the world. The world that he made, that's just crazy. It's so hard to get your head around. It's great news because it means that the king of kings, the big boss, the big cheese, the best friend we're ever going to have, the most wonderful, awesome everything came to be with us. And I love that. I think it's great news, isn't it? But... There's something that bothers me about the Christmas story. Because most people were happy when Jesus arrived, right? Can anyone put put their hand up and tell me one person or one group of people who were really happy when Jesus turned up? We had a lot of clues this morning, I feel. Who was happy when Jesus arrived? The disciples. Wow, that's good. They weren't even here this morning. (laughs) Remarkable. Um, The donkeys, probably the most happy and knackered. Um, Anyone else? The sheep! Oh, it's animal-centric. That's perfect. Yeah. What, what about more of the people? The priests? Yeah, sure. Well, it's actually a mixed along story. Um, the lots of people, lots of people. I was thinking more wise men and, and shepherds and things. But Mary, she was probably tired. But I bet, yeah, I bet Mary was thrilled. Even, well, it was quick labor, wasn't it? So maybe she wasn't. <clears throat> but... There was one person who actually wasn't happy at all. And it bothers me. How can there have been... Well, wait one minute. How can there be anyone who, when the king of kings comes to town, is not happy? Can anyone put their hand up and tell me who that person is? Who wasn't happy? The Falcons. The Falcons. Hard to say. Anyone else? (laughs) King Herod. That's it. That's Scrooge. We don't like him. We didn't include him in our nativity. Don't want him. Don't need him. But... It's true. The king at the time wasn't happy when Jesus arrived in time. <clears throat> time, town. And um, I've been trying to work out why. In fact, the Bible says that he was disturbed. When the wise men arrived and the wise men said, King Herod, where's the king? No, not you. The real king. The big king. It said instead of being happy, he was, he was disturbed. Herod, could you come up and just show us? Guys, could you all show me your disturbed face? Show, some, some, go on, do it. Very nice, sir. Thank you. With the camel top. Love it. Um, anyone else disturbed faces? Oh. Oh. It's not very good. Right, okay. Herod, come up. You need to show us. Right. <clears throat> Off to the side, please. Herod, there's different translations of the Bible. And some of them... Love it. Some of them use different words for how Herod felt. And I think if we put them all together, they get... So we've got disturbed. Could you do troubled? 
She was troubled. She does look quite troubled, doesn't she? Yeah, that's... Um, worried? Oh, bat bite those nails. Up, upset. Um, how about agitated? <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. Agitated. Last one. Alarmed. Look alarmed. Perfect. Herod, thank you. Excellent. You can... But guys, it still annoys me. Why was Herod, all those words, why was he alarmed? Why wasn't he happy? And I've tried to work it out. And I wondered if maybe the first reason was, I had some pictures, but they're not going to work. Maybe the first reason was that babies just don't really look like anything. So he just didn't know. I've got a baby. It's fine. I can say that. They all kind of look a bit the same, don't they? They do. So maybe he didn't realize how, what a big deal Jesus was. I had a picture of myself. And what I was going to say is, who's that handsome baby? And then you would have all been like, oh, I don't know. Who could that be? And then I'd have gone, me. It's me. And you'd never have guessed how wise and clever that person would grow up to be. And they're not my words. I've just heard it on the grapevine. And then I was going to show you a picture of Prince Charles. And you were going to be like, oh, who's that baby? He's actually wearing a dress. It's really weird. Um, but he's, I just guess it's a royal thing. Um, and then I'd be like, oh, look, it's actually King Charles. But you'd never know, would you? Because babies don't look like anything. That's why Herod wasn't excited. He didn't realize. And I realized it can't be that. Because the wise men literally came and they told him. They told him, this is the king of the world. So it can't be that. And then I thought maybe he was just really grumpy. Hands up if you've ever had a really grumpy day and the longer it went on, it didn't get any better. And by the end of the day, you were like, I either need to win the lottery, which I don't enter, or I need to just go to, go to bed because I'm just grumpy. Has anyone had a grumpy day? Yeah. It's hard to be happy on a grumpy day, isn't it? So I thought maybe he was just grumpy, but it can't be that either. Do you know why, kids? Because Herod actually wasn't the only person. When Jesus grew up, there were other people who didn't like him very much. And then nowadays, there are, there are other people who don't really like him very much. We can't say they're all just grumpy, can we? That doesn't make sense. I mean, some of the people were probably really lovely people. They might have been in grumpy, so it can't be that. And I think, I think I've worked out what it is. I think I've worked out why Herod wasn't happy to meet the king of everything. And I'm going to tell you what it is. It is, but first I need a drink. I think the reason that Herod wasn't happy to see Jesus, I actually want a chocolate as well, but no, because then it'll do that mouth thing. Okay. I think the reason that Herod wasn't happy to see Jesus is because he didn't believe that Jesus was good news for him. He didn't think Jesus was good news for him, which is really sad, isn't it? And I think it might have been because of this. Herod was the king, and I think he liked being in charge. If you're the king, you're in charge, aren't you? And I think a lot of us feel like that. I quite like being in charge. When I was in charge, uh, when mum was out, when I was about 16 or 17, I used to put shreddies in my shreddies, uh, spray cream in my shred shreddies instead of milk, because I was in charge, and I could do that. I liked being in charge. Who here quite likes having choices and being in charge? It's quite nice, isn't it? And I think Herod was thinking, wait a minute, if I'm the king and this new king who's more important than me grows up, he's going to be my boss. I don't like that. And I wonder if there's quite a few people actually who struggle with that about Jesus. If he is the king, then really he should be in charge. And I think Herod didn't like that. You know what? He didn't like it so much he actually tried to get rid of Jesus. Now, it didn't work because, I mean, that's not going to work, is it? He's Jesus. But he tried to get rid of Jesus, which is absolutely awful. Now, I know no one in this room is like Herod, which is good news, isn't it? 
because Herod was super duper nasty and you guys aren't. You're all nice, hopefully, almost a lot of the time. Um, but to, to show you what I'm talking about, about, um, oh, sorry, I got confused because I was excited. What I want to talk about is the fact that I think even though we're not nasty like Herod, we can make a mistake a little bit like the one he made. Not the getting rid of Jesus one, the mistake where he just didn't realize how good news Jesus was for him. Let me show you what I mean. I want you to imagine that we've got a line at the front, and this end is where we'd put something that is super exciting and super good news. Could you make a noise for me, like an excited noise, everyone? Like, <laughs> nice. That was terrifying. Right, and down this end is where we'd put something that is, is not exciting and not good news at all. Give me a noise that's like, <laughs> If anything, I think there was too much energy in that. I think it needs to be a bit more like, uh, yeah. And what I need is three volunteers. So can I have one child up here, please? Hands up. I don't even want you to just run up. Hands up. George, could you come up for me, please? Can I have one youth? <laughs> of course you can, Anna. Up you come. And then can I have one grown-up? Come on, be brave, grown-ups. Oh, Pete's going to love it too much. <laughs> Pete's going to... Have we got anyone else? I'll take Pete if I have... Pete, come on down. He wants it, doesn't he? Right, so we've got George. We've got Anna. And we've got Pete. Right, guys, what I'm going to do, let me explain. I am going to give or show each of you something kind of Christmassy, I guess. And you need to decide how exciting it is and how good news it is. If you think it's really exciting, you're going that end. If you think it's like, whoa, this is not good news, go that end, okay? So, George, are you ready? George, how good would this be? Let's take it to where you think it belongs. Exciting? Not exciting? No, Pete, control yourself. Um, Whoa, there's nowhere to go after that. That's remarkable. Um, great, perfect. So you would really love chocolate. Excellent. And then, Pete, I've got something for you. So this is an almond milk Christmas decoration, which I dropped and it's broken, but I have repaired it mainly. Oh. Um, and Hannah chewed the thing off, so you'll need some fresh string. So, Pete, how is, is that good news for you this Christmas? Um, no, no. Okay, well, we needed it for the analogy. Go down that end. Right, okay. And then finally, finally, Anna. 20 pounds. Good news, bad news? Better than the Christmas decoration? Better than the chocolate? I mean, it's worth more, so you've got nowhere to go, have you? You just have to stand next to him. We've, we've maxed too soon. That's our problem. So we might disagree a little bit, but you get it now, don't you? Excited, good news, not excited, bad news. Guys, give yourselves a big round of applause. You can keep the stuff you've got. You lucky duck, Pete, keep that. Pop it on your tree. We've got some string here so you can fix it. Well done, guys. Now, what I'd like us to do, Pete, you enjoy. Um, what, what I'd like us to do is make this excitometer, which I invented this week, about Jesus, okay? So can I get a wise man up, one of our wise men? None of them really look like wise men anymore. Yeah, you get up, great. I mean, it's annoying, it's hot, isn't it? And a Herod as well. Guys, and I think we could kind of do the same with the Christmas story, couldn't we? And how people feel about Jesus. Herod, dis yeah, that way, yeah. Herod disliked Jesus so much that he tried to get rid of him. You're not, you don't think someone's good news if you want to get rid of them, do you? Herod, would you go down there, please, somewhere? Wherever you think. Now, this very wise-looking man, look at that facial hair for a man of his age, remarkable. Herod, no, this isn't Herod, the wise man. These guys traveled hundreds, if not thousands of miles before Satnav and the adventure, uh, the adventure of the automobile, and they brought their best presents. 
So they must have thought Jesus was good news, right? So do you think you should head down that way? It's a very good, wise face. Yeah, down that end, right? So they're really different in what they think about Jesus, right? Whoa, far, excellent. Um, we've extended the scale, love it. Um, what I've realized and been thinking about this year is that I'd like to think when it comes to thinking about Jesus and how excited I am about him this Christmas that I'm over here, but I'm not actually sure this year I am if I'm honest. And I wonder what the answer to that would be for you. How excited, I don't need you to tell me, this is just a question for you. How excited are you guys about Jesus this Christmas? Now, it could be you are super duper excited and you would be like, I'm going to run through that window, don't do it. Um, or it could be that you maybe don't even know Jesus very well or you're not sure what you think about him and you're like, well, I'm somewhere down here because I'm not even sure what I think about him. That's fine. That is absolutely fine. But I know I do love Jesus I do think he's important, but I kind of let busyness get in the way. And I've thought a lot, because I'm quite tired, I've thought a lot about chocolate, I've thought a lot about books I want to read, I've thought a lot about seeing my family, I've thought a lot about TV. Um, and so actually, I'm excited about Jesus, but other things you could say, I've been even more excited about. And I don't really want it to be that way. Um, I really don't want it to be that way. And look, if we want to change that, if we want to get a bit closer to Jesus, there's actually something really, really simple that we can do. If you would like to be more excited, this is the big answer of the morning, friends, so you've all got to pay attention. Kids, pay attention. If you're thinking, this Christmas, I'd like to be more excited about Jesus, then all you need to do is one very, very simple thing. You just need to get closer to him. That's it. That's all you need to do. I don't know if you notice, guys, that the wise men and the shepherds and the angels, all the people who got really close to baby Jesus, they ended up down here. They were so excited about him. And Herod, good old Herod, bad old Herod, Herod didn't even go and visit Jesus. He just sent other people to try and get rid of him. He never got close. Herod, thank you very much. Wise man, thank you very much. Oh, I can't even see you. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> guys, and I've noticed that's still the same. When Jesus grew up, it was the same thing. Jesus called loads of people to be his followers and his friends. Some people said yes. And the more time they spent with him, the more they loved him. By the time they finished, they were like, we would do anything for you, Jesus. And it's kind of the same today, isn't it? The people I know who are most excited about Jesus and love him the most are the people who know him the best. So really, the answer is quite simple. The only person in the world who keeps getting better the more you have of him is Jesus. I don't know if you've noticed that most Christmas stuff starts off good and isn't as good after a while. So if I ate another one of these, still tasty. There's 22 in here. Kids, if I get to the end of 22, will they still taste as good at the last one? Oh, you think so? I mean, they are galleons. Maybe they would. Okay, five boxes. If I get five boxes and eat them all at once, are they going to taste as good at the end as at the beginning? Yeah. Even I. Even, no. That's 110 Gaelians, friends. These are, these are special recipe. No, they wouldn't. Guys, you eat too much chocolate, they start good. They get sickly. And it's the same with everything. You know, TV. I love watching a good Christmas film. I love it. You watch five in a row, you feel like a potato. And your brain is fried. Family. I love spending time with my family at Christmas. But... I spend too much time with those sisters, especially Amy, and we do start to get on each other's nerves, truth be told, and I need a bit of space. 
because Amy knows how to push my buttons more than anyone in the whole world, even Herod, who I don't personally know. So, it's true, isn't it? Even the good stuff doesn't stay good. Jesus isn't like that. Jesus is the only thing this Christmas and the only person this Christmas who the more you have of him, the better he gets. The more you have, the more you want him. He is just amazing. So if you want this Christmas to be better, you can't really trust in your chocolate because you can only have so much. You can't really trust in the presents. I mean, my family have said we're not doing presents this year. Pray for me. So <laughs> presents aren't going to make Christmas better, are they? There's only one thing I know will definitely make my Christmas better. And that's if I get closer to Jesus. Because the closer you get to him, you, you just can't get close to Jesus without realizing how awesome he is. So, final little thing I want to say is I've worked out how we can do it, friends. We need to all be here tomorrow morning. I sat and had it. Um, it's 55 hours straight drive to Bethlehem. Um, I did have the map up for you to all see. Uh, but that is no toilet trips and no breaks. So if we started on Monday morning, we could probably be there with a couple of McDonald's breaks, like Thursday morning, something like that. We could all go to Bethlehem. Just drive for three days straight, see Jesus. Guys, what, why is that not a great idea? Can anyone tell me? Hands up. Can anyone tell me why we shouldn't just drive straight to Bethlehem tomorrow? Someone I haven't asked. What do you think? You don't know. Excellent. But it's good to stretch. I love it. Can we? Why shouldn't we all get in our cars tomorrow morning? And apart from the rising cost of fuel, why shouldn't we all go to Bethlehem tomorrow? Perfect. Jesus isn't there anymore. He's in heaven. Who knows babies don't stay babies? Basic, isn't it? We all know that. Adults, if you're not putting your hand up, that's disingenuous. You're just not playing part. Um, Jesus isn't a baby anymore. He grew up. And he grew up to show us what God is like. And he did it perfectly. And then he died for us. And then he rose for us. And Jesus is in heaven. So Jesus isn't here anymore in that way. Jesus is even closer. God is everywhere. That is That hand is just, I can't ignore it. Go on. What is this contribution? There's another reason. Oh, I didn't think of this reason. Go on. There's no car big enough for all of us. That is bang on. We need at least three coaches, I think. But then we could take turns driving, so there's upsides. So, guys, it's a great point. And I will now try and get back on point. Um, can I do it? Yes, I can. Guys, we want to try and get close to Jesus. But you don't need to go anywhere to find him. Because Jesus is closer than our breaths. We can't see him, but he's here. And the closer you get to him, knowing him, the more excited this Christmas you're going to get about him. And I just wanted to tell you a couple of ways that you can maybe do that. If we're not going to Bethlehem, what can we do? One thing, if you've never read much about him, maybe you could give that a shot. This is one of my favorite versions of the Bible, even though it's for children. Um, I've read it to Hannah all the way through already, even though she hasn't got a clue what it means. Because it speaks to me, friends. And this, I like to mix up how I read about Jesus. This one is just one book about Jesus, just Mark. And it's got space for me to journal. Oh, I'll pick a, pick a page that looks more impressive where I've actually written more. Oh, look at that. Revelation, friends. You could read about Jesus. You could... Sing to him the songs that you would normally sing, but really pay attention to the words. You could talk to Jesus more. I notice sometimes, kids, I think a lot about God and church, but I don't always talk to him that much. Have you asked him any questions recently? How about this one? Sitting, this is quite new to me, sitting down in a nice comfy chair, maybe with some chocolates, and just saying, Jesus, would you come? And spending a little bit of time in the quiet, maybe just five minutes. 
just spending time asking him to come. Guys, there are so many different ways that we can get close to Jesus this Christmas. One of my favorites is talking to my dad. Talk to anyone you know who loves Jesus and ask them, what, what's great about Jesus? Why do you love him? I bet some of your grown-ups in your life will have some great answers. I love talking to my dad because you can't go half an hour with my dad without him talking about how amazing Jesus is. And by the end of it, I just feel closer. Guys, Jesus is here this morning. He came a long way, didn't he, all those years ago? Heaven to that amazing manger is a long way. And he did it for you. And he did it for me. And it would be so sad, wouldn't it, this Christmas, if we don't really get close to him. He's right here, but in our heads, we can be all over the place. So I just want to take 30 seconds, and if you want to, we're going to close our eyes, be quiet while the band comes up, and then we'll sing another song. But I'm just going to pray, and anyone who wants to join in can do that, okay? And I'm going to ask Jesus to help me to get close to him this Christmas, okay? Oh, we've got a question. When's the loser going to get pied? When they're going to get pied? Great question. Later. Not in this moment, because it would really change the dynamic. Um, but it's coming. <clears throat> so guys, we're just going to... Make a bit of space. So kids, whatever you want to do, lie down on your back, close your eyes, put your hands out. Grown-ups, you can't lie down on your back, but feel free to do whatever you do just to focus and come close to him because he has already come close to us, hasn't he? So guys, everyone, I'm just going to pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this Christmas where we remember something that you've done for us. You came on the most crazy journey to be with us. And so this Christmas, I pray that we would be able to get closer and closer to you. And as we do, realize just how amazing you are. Come and fill our hearts, Jesus. Help us to have wonderful moments where we can feel you right there. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Guys, would you all stand and we'll sing the last song before we finish. Thanks for listening. To find out more, head to manchestervineyard.org or follow the link in the podcast description.